Drop what you're doing. Make this a priority. And now, it's time for Guys Not on the Radio with Shap. He's a party on skates. And JC. The little girly man. If you stuck a lump of coal up his ass, in two weeks you have a diamond. And JC! They think he's a righteous dude. Is this it? I mean, is this two bowls of M&Ms and some balloons? You know what, Phyllis? I think you need to step it up. Because if I'm not mistaken, we gave you your wedding shower here. We all came into this room and gave you... A golden shower. That's disgusting. You are fake news. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> it's Shap and JC and the guys not on the radio podcast. Well, that's it. I'm going to see a man about a wallaby. What's going on, everyone, on the internet and interwebs and Facebook Live and on your podcasting device? It's another episode of Guys Not on the Radio DJ Service, even though we, we just have the regular guys and the radio logo there. We haven't I know, got, i got to fix that, don't yeah, I? At some point, it's cool. <laughs> it's Shaft, that's JC, yeah, and we have got a lady guest with us tonight. A lady guest. <laughs> it's proper. Yes. <laughs> it's Nagel. Nagel's back, the Nagel monster. Yes, I even have a first name, that's Jennifer. Oh, you want that? Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, that's why I put on all the, the previews. Like, Yo, Nagel's I, here. Well, yeah, I'm the only... I, I think all, everyone knows that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Jen? I have no complaints about life. It's good. It's January 26th and it was almost, what, 50 degrees outside today? No complaints. Yeah, it's uh, pretty warm out there. Breezy. It was not yeah. fun driving on 80 today, that's for sure. And the south wind, your car... The whole time. Every time you go past the truck, you're just, whoop, okay, right back over there. Well, so. Good thing you weren't driving the truck, though. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I, I already had a discussion on one microphone today on the air about uh, trucks hogging the left lane and not moving over. Like, get out of the damn way, dude. Yeah. So. yeah they're not I think you should probably lay off like criticizing motorists because I swear every time you do that on the air, it leads to bad things. What are you talking about? Like... You know, you said something about motorcycles once. Next thing you know, people are calling, and then hey. you have to start attending that the meetings. A, that dude's a clown. Hey, you got to see that motorcyclist because there's a good chance he's probably drunk now. All right, and we begin. Off and running. Who can we, who can get on us and hate us today? Let's see. I, I thought I'd light that fire because yeah. I come from a family of cyclists. We. Our bikes. Yes, bicyclists. So, yes. you guys now do have any of your family members who are cyclists had run-ins with cars? I think my dad was hit a couple of times. A couple of times. I think only twice. <laughs> only. But the, he never got really hurt from it. Well, considering he he takes his his bike like a car, and you figure the average person has so many collisions within their lifetime, that's actually pretty average, I would say. And I once hit the front of someone's. Well, twice I hit the front of someone's truck on my bike. The one time I was, well, both times I was a little kid. And, you know, sometimes you're just daydreaming like, oh, it's so nice here in Oglesby. Clunk. And before you know it, you hit a parked truck. Um, And one other time it wasn't parked. It was Mr. Buckley. Hi, Mr. Buckley. Sorry. No, he's he's no longer with us. Oh, well. There you go. I guess I have nothing else to add there about Mr. Buckley. <laughs> By the way, uh, for those of you that are tuning in live, hello. Yes, you can say hi and chat with us uh, through Facebook that way and by typing. Uh, if you also, people always say, what's that phone number on the screen? for that? that if you're watching live on Facebook, you can actually call in 
live and experience things. What did you do? I just knocked. I'm knocking over everything tonight. My producer, Gosh. it's going. Uh, it's going so well. Yeah, then we're having we're having a rough go here at the beginning of the show. So, yeah. uh, anyways. Um, Let's see. What else? What's new with the guys? What's new with the guys? That seems to be where we start. Uh, we had another bridal show this past weekend. We got a couple weekends off from bridal shows now. Um, and, you know, the show is interesting because uh, nobody was coming to see us at the bridal show. They were all going to see Sister Stress Free Planning, which is kind of part of our business. But they were going to see them instead of us, which was kind of cool. So, uh, and things have been getting so busy with them that we, we want to say anything, JC? It's up to you, buddy. I'm, I'm already here, so yeah. that we've now going to have two crews of sisters. There are going to be two sets of sisters to kind of help set up, clean up uh, your wedding and stuff, do your decorating, and then take it down to the other night so you don't have to. That sounds like a wonderful idea. It is. I, I mean, I think it's uh, it's it's genius. So... And uh, we're we're glad that it's uh, through us. So hey, yeah, yeah. so but yeah. And then we talked to a lot of brides uh, as the week went on. A lot more people were calling. Hey, we saw you at the show. So which always ends up happening. So which is nice. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, so that's what's new with us. I think. Mm-hmm. Anything else? That's good. I didn't order enough pizzas for a staff meeting yesterday. <laughs> we, had, we had plenty. Everybody <laughs> ate. They're good. That's true. So uh, Jennifer's here. Uh, Jennifer is uh, is uh, busy, busy, busy. I think we should start with some of her stuff that's going on with her. Oh. You went to the you went to the women's yeah, march. Yeah, it's it's topical. So yeah, I was at the women's march in Chicago last Saturday, and I had gone the year before, and I was up there again this year, and uh, it, there was a larger turnout. Which at first it didn't seem like really? it because it was jam-packed and it was still a pretty decent weather day so that was great i was supposed to meet up with a couple of ladies from ottawa while i was there and i had no luck getting to them it was just i knew like what they were by and they gave me like this the light poles are numbered in grant park or something like that and they're like we'll buy this light post i'm like Oh, honey, I'm not going to get anywhere. How are you? <laughs> How do you know what they are? They like in order or something? Yeah, they are. Okay. I noticed that, but basically, we were all kind of um, Congress Parkway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was standing in the middle of that. Nice. And I, I was in a mob of, of people. It was a great time, though. Um, and from being there last year, last year there was. I mean, I'm 37 years old, so there were a lot of college students last year, and there's still a lot of college students that go to that. But the number of people I saw there this year who reminded me of my folks, I would say that this year was larger. There were more men, and there was just a more mature good. audience. That's it good. was it, it. It really um, were there more kids. There were a lot of kids there. People with their kids. Did you have on a pink hat? No, I just wore my Carhartt yeah. hat that says Uniman on it. But um, I, I don't like, have a pink hat. Didn't they try to keep like the hats to a? Like didn't they win that part of the campaign this year? Like, let's not go out with the big pink hats. Let's like. Oh no, you wore whatever you wanted to. There were a lot of pink hats there. I mean, it was just whatever. I don't think you were restricted to it. There was just a lot of. It was a pretty diverse group of people, but it there was a lot of. And I don't want to say like old people, but they were. It was definitely a a more mature group of folks who. It wasn't just a college kid say, "Hey, hey, this is going on. Let's go check it out." Well, and I think well, I think a lot of people were kind of energized by the Black Lives Matter. Um, movement that was taking place a lot a couple of years ago. But this year, I think there was just a lot of people walking reminded me of my own folks, people who had always kind of had white collar jobs and they weren't riffraff. This wasn't the pick up a brick and throw it. In fact, I heard a couple of younger guys say, this is the only protest I've been to where people are walking through a crowd going, excuse me, excuse me. So, (laughs) um, you know, Uh, 
And then at the end of it, I went shopping. Nice. <laughs> yes. So Which, it was good. It was like a, an economic stimulus for Chicago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, you know, it was – they were estimating 300,000 people being there. Wow. So in there, you know, it – it's a nice time. It's nice to be in a group of people who I would call kind of like-minded. Not everyone agrees with everyone who's there because there's people representing a lot of different causes. But um, it was just a nice time. Uh, it's, it's, it's good when you can have that, though. I mean, obviously, that's you're saying you have like-minded causes, but you don't have to all completely agree. And I think that's in general. Not that I want to get too deep into politics on this episode. But mm-hmm. I think that's in general what the company – or not what the company, what the country has. It's Right now, it's – the total Pink Floyd song, it's us versus them. It's everybody's on one side or this side, and they want to go as far apart as they can. And if you don't believe in anything on this side over here, then you don't have any of the same beliefs as me. There's no middle ground anymore at all. The two-party system is just... Well, and there's even splinters within that. I think of you know some of the signs I saw, there was a lot of... I think feminists have always kind of been criticized by people of color because it's very much white feminism. You know, white feminism didn't really help black women. It didn't do anything for um, for lesbians. And so I think there's a push amongst feminists to kind of um, be more inclusive. So it's not just middle class white women who are benefiting from it. But I am probably the only person in this room and uh, participating in this that actually follows that conversation. <laughs> yes. You know what? I found out through Facebook that we appeal to 35 to 44 year old men. So you're hitting a demo here. Get her the <laughs> hell out of here. She probably doesn't shave anything. <laughs> so not to Where go, do we the, go from there. Yeah, well, well I was thinking your along legs, the, along, honey. I mean. the, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's one of the I, that's one of the criticisms I always hear. Like, do you wear a bra? Well, of course, I'm wearing a bra. <laughs> Of course I shave my legs. This is just goofiness. Uh, well, I saw today. What about your pits? Yeah. I well, saw yeah. today that, uh, that Steve Wynn from Wynn Casinos has been charged with sexual misconduct. Oh, really? Allegedly. And that he settled some lawsuits in the past. Wynn from the Wynn Casinos, Yeah, right? Steve Wynn. Yeah. The guy and with the bad facelift? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Him. Yes. And, uh, and so... Uh, I saw that his stock went down like 8%. Really? But what surprised me about this was that the Crock-Pots... Does anybody watch This Is Us? Because I don't want to spoil anything. I do. I have do, you? Not, do you watch it? I don't watch I it. Have, I, and I haven't seen the, this episode, but I already know that there's something involving a Crock-Pot in this episode. Yeah, well, you and it's already major. know... It's big. But you already know that the dude dies, right? Sure. So there's a connection with how he dies and with a Crock-Pot. Crock-Pot. So everybody's pissed off at Crock-Pot right now. <laughs> Crockpot shares went down twenty four percent. What? Yeah, they they really crockpot shares down twenty four percent. I don't think it's all tied to this is us, but that was wild because Steve Wynn's stock goes down eight percent for sexual misconduct. A fictional crockpot for a fictional show impacts the stock market to the fact that their their shares drop twenty four percent. Oh gosh. Oh. On the other hand, on yeah. the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, a topic, it's probably been one of the, maybe the topic of the year or second biggest topic of the year, at least for the podcast behind the Pooh Knife, uh, which continues to haunt us, or not haunt us, but follow us wherever we go, um, <laughs> is uh, the Tide Pod Challenge. And the fact that, you know, these kids were putting, you're, you're familiar with the Tide Pod Challenge, yeah, Jennifer? These yeah. idiots putting Tide Pods in their mouth. And, and now I'm starting to think that maybe 
Procter and Gamble are paying <laughs> these kids and putting them up to it because they're selling more. Yes, because Tide Tide Pod sales are way up. So <laughs> it's it's just crazy. Well, they're, you're mentioning Tide a lot, but I mean. I don't know. I'm a grown woman with an income, and when I go to the store, I don't buy Tide because it's really expensive. So to see teenagers go and spend their money that they don't have Who's a lot of on, Jan- on Tide. Jamie was here saying that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, like, I don't buy Tide. Tide's Mrs- like, Tide is like the Cadillac of laundry detergents. Mrs. Shap gets it for, <laughs> gets it for like, dirt cheap. Well, you guys go to, like, Sam's Club or something? No. She, she's I think a couponer. She's a couponer. She I have it. I, even using coupons, you're still... You, no, it's, I'm I go serious. get myself some era I'm or a, that all... She'll, she'll get, a, like, a, a, a thing of Tide Pods, like one of those zipper pouch bags of Tide Pods. I don't know how many, like, 25 or 30. She'll get it for, like, two bucks. But she's only doing... T- 25 loads of clothes for $2. Okay, that's not horrible. That's pretty damn good. I, I'm just thinking I usually get something. I think I get 64 loads out of it. And you know me, I water it down. and <laughs> She probably at one point made her own laundry detergent. No, I'm no. not that intense. <laughs> but yeah, Tide, tide sales are up. Uh, I, I saw the percentage somewhere. I don't remember how much it was. Uh, let's see. You just it, in general, Tide's been going up. On December thirty first, thirty eight percent of consumers consider buying Tide the next next time they were shopping for household or personal care items. That number grew three percentage points to forty one percent. So, what if uh, we started like the toothbrush brush challenge for teenagers? <laughs> and then, like, would all these kids I would be like, that. "Wow, how about how about it just, bled a little bit, but I brushed my teeth." How about just the junior high the shower challenge? I pledge to take a shower every not, day, like like an actual shower, not one just an axe body wash. Yes, or just yeah. not body wash, but axe spray. Hey, it our show work. It's I wonder just, if our show producer has anything to say on that one by chance. You think? <laughs> he's, the producer's actually not listening to the show. No, he's got his headphones. That's in. amazing. I just I yell at him and he goes and gets me a beer. Hey, <laughs> <Jake>, beer! <laughs> Phone charger. Yay! That's what he does. Hold this button while we turn the power back on. Make yeah. sure we're okay. Hold this right here. Touch this. All right. Good. So, uh, but yeah, the, the and that's it. I thought you know what would be kind of fun is if we could start a segment called "What's the stupid thing they're doing on the internet this week?" Because every week it seems like there's a new challenge. Like I was just looking to see all the different challenges that are out there. You know, from the spicy food challenges to the uh, uh, what's the other ones? There is a salt and ice challenge. Have you what? heard of that? Where apparently the kids will like put salt on their arms and then put ice on top of it, which it supposedly burns when you do that, and see how long they can uh, they can last. That's been, that was a challenge. I kid you not. Water so week, and salt, huh? Yeah. That's... Go in the ocean. <laughs> well, your body already is salty since they don't take a bath anyway. They're all ugh, sweaty, <laughs> gross. That I just when we were kids, it seems like we had other things to do, like trespass and. Try smoking. What is this? Try and figure out how we could steal a CD when it had that long, huge box in it. You know, oh. I knew kids that could do that. Remember the cassettes they had? They would have that stupid, long, ridiculous thing on the end of it when you go buy a cassette yes. at the store. Yeah. The plastic piece? Yeah. Like, it was impossible. To, and then they wouldn't take it off when you'd leave. Some of the places wouldn't take it off, and you'd have to find a way to, like, get it off. You have to go home and be like, Dad, yes. do you have a Sawzall? Yeah, you, you get, exactly. <laughs> do you I need that, all my fingers? Can I get a blowtorch, please, or something? And then, like, you would bend it as much as you could, and you get scissors. And by the time you finally cut through the fucking thing, the plastic was hot. From just all the bending oh, yeah. and everything, like yeah. the plastic was hot from this thing. So yeah, they used to. Didn't they actually used to build like an entire like 
Was there like a large box that sometimes CDs and tapes would come in, I thought, for some reason? When CDs first came out, um, they tried to, yeah, they wanted it to be more like an album thing or like a big, huge physical thing. So, yeah, you the, CD, like was, yeah. the CD was in a, it was a rectangular box like, like this long. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there you go, like this long. And, you know, just the size of a CD width and then this long. And then the artwork would extend further down. So it yeah. had bigger, a bigger thing. And I remember, like, my cousin, who was probably oh, four years older than me, he would take and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you know how to open those really good? So that way then you could take and hang all those up around your room. That could be, like, pictures on your wall. So, you know, the, you know, yeah. the bigger art things. About and- ten years later, did he have, like, the 12-pack boxes cut up and posted around his wall then? <laughs> probably. Probably. Look at Beast. No. <laughs> Sorry, I can, I'm very surprised that Roscoe's gym didn't have some. It would have that been, would have been a bunch of calories that can go nowhere. You know, I'm, I'm one. I've come on, a, come on, uh, come on, a pack of Mickey somewhere up here that would have seemed perfect for Roscoe's you gym. You need like whey protein somewhere, <laughs> you know. And when I I knew I, I wasn't really sure the story of Roscoe's, Roscoe's gym. gym powered by GNC. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I wasn't Wait, sure. You can see that it's I a was, surf shop there. You, I, you right now look. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a surf, surf shop because that has something to do with something. <laughs> but um, my boyfriend's a gym rat, so I was tempted to show up dressed like him and put on like <laughs> his one of his bodybuilder dot com shirts, his tearaway pants type of thing he always wears, and um, do come in with a pre workout and just shake the whole time I'm here. Be like, oh, I'm sweating and shaking. <laughs> Those things are like crack. Not that I've ever done crack, but I've drank a free workout. The whey? Um, no, the whey protein I think you take after you've worked out. So what's like crack now? This shake beforehand? Yeah, a pre-workout. The pre-workout shake. No, has anyone drank a pre-workout or been around someone who drinks pre-workouts? You, there's one thing you take. Like, you'll do the pre-workout before you go work out, obviously the pre-workout. And then when you're done, if you're, like, trying to actually build muscle mass, yeah, yeah. normally that's when you have, like, the muscle milk. You take the protein after you've worked out. But the pre-workout is, like... Oh my gosh! It's like having three coffees in one, <laughs> in something that's supposed to taste like a shake. And I, I one night my boyfriend was going to work, and I was going to go downstairs and work out on the treadmill or something that didn't require a pre-workout. You yeah, know, yeah. walking. Um, and he gave me one, and I was just like, "Oh my god! Like, I got to clean the house. I got to do this. I got to go to the store. I'm, I'm Holy so shit. hot, and I'm I'm so hot, and I just I'm going to bite my tongue and and." Uh, it was just awful. It was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to take my Xanax an hour early tonight. <laughs> and then I, I'm like, what did just, you give me? Just, is- just oh, stay away from the phenylalin, okay? Hey, Kevin, stay Kevin, away from that stuff. Kevin, your buddy Kevin, yeah. says pre-workout is like Red Bull for gym rats. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, it's just like give it to someone and, and they'll be like, ah! So is your, is your boyfriend like, uh, is he a brick shithouse then? Is he ripped? Oh, yeah. he's He used to be more ripped, but then he had a surgery done. But he's uh. pretty, yeah, he's pretty well now, I think for a while he thought, like, when we first started dating, he's like, maybe we could do one of those couples contests, you know, like the amateur. <laughs> well, we know people that do that, oh, yeah, so it's yeah. not crazy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, do you ever notice whenever you see me at the Y, I'm doing cardio? <laughs> like, I'm just, like, on a bike reading a magazine or, or, or even something lamer than a magazine, you know, like minutes from a city council meeting or something. <laughs> and, and you think I'm going to be like... Do you, do you still read minutes in the city council meeting, even though you're not a news uh, not a news professional anymore? I, I do follow it a little too closely. Are you st- you, you used to be uh, Illinois broadcasters, right? Were you were you part of like uh, I, I'm still a member of the Illinois news so broadcasters. Yeah. In fact, if anyone's listening and they are um, a, a broadcast professional and they want to be a judge for the Simba Awards, hit me up because I need judges. Akuda Matata Simba or. 
uh, Simba, Student Illinois News oh. Broadcasters. Uh, I'm the chairperson of the awards arm of that. It means no worries. Yeah. So For the rest of your days. <laughs> or you're a college student and you want someone to grade your your um, audition. Oh, okay. You can tell we have kids. Yeah. Not we're, to, making, we're making Lion not King to derail references. That. Well, the Lion King came out when we were younger. You uh, guys would have been in high school. but We, we were. Yeah. 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 We turned 40 this year, Jen. You guys are already 40? We're going, we're going to, be. to be. This well, is it. Well, I'm going to be 38 then. Yeah. What the hell? I know. Where did it go? 40 is All just... in my beard. That's 40 right there. Yeah, you got to trim you got to trim that. Three kids. Yeah, it's getting out of control. Yeah. It's a little crazy. You're not very gray though. I'm getting there. I'm losing no, but, my hair too. Well, there were some kids and I won't mention who, but we've worked with these folks before and I swear they were almost completely bald at 25. Oh yeah. Yeah. And sorry, um, he's a good newsman, but still. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Everyone's kind of got that different hairline thing going. So, aren't you supposed to get like your mother's father's hair? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Your mother's father's yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was told. That's now maybe this is because my mother's father, my grandfather, was a barber. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, I was it, always told you got your mother's father's hair. So if your mother's dad had good hair, you'd have good hair. So like my grandfather had a full head of hair till the day he died. So it was yeah. silver gray, but. I mean, my my grandpa Giggy, um, he didn't have any bald spots, and yeah. in fact, I think he had a brother that died with his hair black, and he was old. Now I don't know if he dyed it or not, but yeah. it was definitely you know with, they were Italian, so I guess that's what you get. So what's there's something here? There's a story you've got marked on here, JC, that yeah. I don't know anything about, and I haven't heard anything about this, but apparently there are some riots with Nutella. Yes. And I think about this, like if you have a food that you love, and I, I think Nutella is one of those where it, it took, it was like a gradual following. I remember the first, do you remember the first time you ever had Nutella? Yes. Can you tell, you can, you remember the, because yes. it was something completely weird, right? Yes. Nutella is one of those weird things. I remember when I was a kid, we had this German exchange student who brought it over and they left it here and I'm like, what is this delicious thing that you've left So you us? were, you were early on the Nutella thing. We were, I mean, yeah. it was amazing. I'm like, okay, we need to go to Germany to get more of this stuff because it's like, it is, it's, it's, it's crack. It's like the, uh. It's like the, the pre-workout stuff for, for fat people. Uh, <laughs> is exactly what it is. Pretty much. So, so Nutella is, I mean, it's now like a staple in this house where it's kind of goofy because I remember going to school as a kid. We'd go with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You can't do peanut butter anymore because of all the allergies and all the other stuff. So, so you can't send peanuts to school. Uh, so Nutella is a great alternative. But then I think about it. I'm sending my kids to school with chocolate sandwiches. <laughs> Where's the nutrition in that? Yeah, I think uh, the, the peanut butter has, has it means high in fat, but it has protein in it. It does. So well, what? What is is, so, is Nutella so just chocolate then, or is it's it chocolate it's, and hazelnut? Hazelnut. Okay. I don't know if it messes with the kids with the allergies, but yeah. it's it's uh, it's an amazing thing. And you know how crazy people are about Nutella now. Here, um, it's almost as big as cookie butter. You know, there's two things. You know, Nutella. Right. Cookie butter, amazing. Do What's you know, cookie you butter? You don't know cookie butter? No. Do you know cookie butter? Is that like cookie dough? No. These what is cookie butter? Don't this... know cookie butter. They have not tasted. Do you have cookie butter they upstairs? Have, what do you I have cookie like... butter upstairs. Jake! Jake? <laughs> Go get the cookie butter. Go get his cookie butter. Go, Cuz, you're the producer. Producer? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you Unpaid do. Unpaid intern? <laughs> So, cookie butter. Uh, so what is it like? Is it an actual butter, like an oil? It's yeah. It's like a peanut butter. But and you, you what do you just spread it's around? Like, a, yeah, on a it piece tastes of bread. like it tastes like gingerbread cookies. 
So anyway, Nutella, cookie butter, delicious things in a jar. Uh, in France, they decided to discount Nutella by 70% at a supermarket. It's like a supermarket, kind of like a Walmart or, yeah, yeah. or like a Hy-Vee or something like that, but it's a very popular supermarket that everybody shops at. The entire chain reduced the cost of Nutella by 70%. Oh, my gosh. Riots started happening <laughs> because everybody wanted to stock up on Nutella. Because it's, it's expensive, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you get a 70% off, you're going you're gonna to stock up on that stuff. Do so, you like Nutella? No, I Have don't Have you really. tried it? Yeah, I've tried it. I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm just not a, into that type of stuff. I, I tried it. I'm like, okay. All right. You're not, on the, you're not a fan? I mean, it was okay. I, I don't want Have you tried it on toast? On there. No. Try it on toast. Why do you want chocolate on your toast? Because you want chocolate on everything. No, I, I like chocolate, but I mean, sometimes you put chocolate on something, it's like, ruined it. Yeah. Chocolate on a Rice Krispie, ruined it. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. But yeah, they rioted. Chocolate on cereal, no. Yeah. Hey, speaking of ruining things, Ikea decided to ruin people's magazines. Oh my God, this is great. Did you hear about oh, this, this one? Is, this is outstanding. So this is Ikea going for a uh, a way to get the people who are expecting into the Ikea store so they can buy the, you know, the, the trundle beds and what am I looking for? Like the... the uh, well, the what they sell? The cribs, the stuff they sell. Yes. But they're trying to go for the uh, the people who are expecting. Pregnant moms. Pregnant moms. Pregnant moms and dads expecting babies, yes. So yes. They, they had a special offer, but the only way you could redeem the offer is that you had to prove you're pregnant. So in the magazine, they had the ad, and they encouraged people to pee on the ad. <laughs> and it had a special kind of paper. Yeah. That would do, do something. It would like say, hey, congratulations, or whatever. You're pregnant. You're and pregnant. Now- and here, here's your coupon reveal. Your- <laughs> 25% off a new crib from Ikea. Yeah. How would so you bring like- this piss-stained coupon <laughs> yeah. in and hand it in for your discount. Yeah. How would you like to be the guy working at Ikea collecting those coupons? Like I- tongs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you well, can you just know what? burn that. You can, buy, you can probably find some tongs at Ikea. I'm yeah. sure they've got plenty. Oh, they've got everything you know at what? Ikea. You know what? You I might get lost get- at that but- store. I, I love yeah. Ikea. It's great. They have a map. That's what the map's for. Yeah. Yeah. I love all the little secret passageways that let you skip sections. Go yeah. this way and skip this section. I have never been to an Ikea and I need to go. But yes, you do. Hey, don't you're go giving on a... us shit about cookie butter. Yeah, don't what go on a Saturday fuck? morning. But, um, <laughs> the best time to go to cookie Ikea butter. is right when it opens like on a Tuesday. Yeah, go during the week. Weekends are nuts. Yeah. And if I were you, I would actually go. Now, I've heard people say they like the Schaumburg store better. The Schaumburg store to me is crazy because... It's like a spoke and like wheels and there's escalators and it's like to me the the Bolingbrook one is like two floors. It's all just you follow the path the whole way around and then you go downstairs and follow the path. You're done. Yeah, I've never been to anything other than the Bolingbrook. The location. Schaumburg one is I crazy. Try, I try not to ever be in Schaumburg. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but Bolingbrook we end up going there because it's not that far away. And then we go to Bass Pro and. Speaking of good food, you, then you get their uh, – they, yeah, well, I've never had the meatballs from, from Ikea, and everyone says they, they're they good, but I like getting their cinnamon rolls there, so mm-hmm. they got good cinnamon rolls, and they're usually fresh, JC, so no Nutella needed, although I'm being told online here, Erica says Nutella's good on an Eggo, and Melissa says it's awesome on pancakes, too. Yeah, it's delicious. Breakfast Melissa, food, yeah. chocolate on breakfast food is amazing. Melissa from the sisters. And I, I think, you know, when I was thinking about that, that pee ad, you know, that they, these people have to collect. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's kind of gross and stuff, but, you know, and that people have to handle that. And anybody who has to handle money in retail, you know, they don't even know where that money's been. But I think there is probably one, one retail job 
where you are exposed to more germs than any other job, and that's people who work in cell phone stores. Because <laughs> you have to handle all these all their cell phones. You have to handle their cell phones. Yeah, and and people poop with their cell phones. Yes, they do. They go in the bathroom. I think that the cell phone is. You probably, do it. Don't. Uh, you, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're so. Everybody does. You're so full of shit. You everybody you does. So it's your cell phone. Your yes. Everybody. Yes. Well, you're not going to walk. Okay. Even if there's sometimes you're just going to take it with you everywhere. I take yeah. it into the bathroom with me. I'm not necessarily using it while I'm on the toilet, but I will have it while I'm sitting in the bathtub. I did it right before I came. Look, in general, I think. Now, I, the cell phone store is tricky because you really can't wear a glove in the cell phone store and fix the issue. You need a fingertip to actually kind of you know swipe and do things. But did you see the thing about uh, receipts? The carbon in the receipts and the, the paper that they use is cancerous? Everything's cancerous. I know, but they're saying that like uh, it's a str- like uh, it's some sort of chemical or thing. The highest exposed we are to it is by touching receipts that get printed out at stores. So, like, I'm thinking to myself, soon you're going to see cashiers that are going to be wearing gloves all the time. They're not going to touch anything with their bare hands. It's going to be gloves everywhere. What kind of receipts, though? I, the receipts that get printed out at stores on the, on the actual... Okay, because some of them are just... It's, it's like a heat transfer, isn't it? It's not actually ink even in there anymore? Yeah, but the paper, I think, and the heat, when they heat okay, it up, so that's, that's what's what causing okay. it. Yeah. Oh. So there you go. Scary stuff out there. Do you want to go into tales? You want to talk about Saddam Hussein and his new romance novel? That's kind of scary. We could do Saddam Hussein. Right. It's not his new romance novel. I mean, the dude's been dead for a while, man. Well, I so. mean, it's new to us. <laughs> it's new to us. <laughs> yeah, I, I stumbled upon this story today. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saddam Hussein uh, apparently wrote a romantic novel back in 2000. The book was called Zabiba and the King. And matter of fact, you can buy it now on Amazon. So <laughs> it's available for you. I guess it was just one of his hobbies. So a wannabe author. Um, I'll spare you the trouble and just cut to the best part of the book. Okay, There's a scene in the book where a man has a passionate encounter with a bear. <laughs> well, Let that sink in for a second, okay? Just let it sink in. Wait, I think I've seen this movie. Isn't it called The Revenant? <laughs> Isn't that it? That's the that's the movie. Uh, uh. I, I did not like that movie at all. Everyone like people love that movie. I'm yeah. like this movie is boring as shit. Like it just dragged forever. You yeah, didn't like did. Revenant? I don't like boring. I sleep through everything. Yeah, like I sleep through concerts. I sleep through movies. And this son of a bitch Doesn't fell asleep matter. at a Rolling Stones concert. Totally. Slept what? Rolling Stones. He slept through the Rolling Stones. He slept through the uh, opening <laughs> act of uh, the Beastie Boys. I think yeah. it was Talib Quell. You slept through him. Yeah. yeah, I slept through Neil Diamond. Well, I can well see that's that. easy. To yeah, do. He kept going. Way. Sleep, sleep, sleep. And I'm like, okay. How do you sleep through the Rolling Stones? Though? I was doing it. You work morning radio. Yeah. I, I did that. Yeah. I fell asleep at Chris Cornell's solo show. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. It was an acoustic show, oh. though. It was acoustic show. Even worse than falling asleep at Chris Cornell's, because at least there I was upstairs. I was at the very front row of the balcony, but it was such a big place it wasn't going to see me. Yeah. I fell asleep. Uh, the first time I saw Bruce Springsteen was a solo Devils and Dust tour with Radio Rich. And Rich would... Anytime we went with Rich, it was good seats. Always. So we had like fifth row, okay? And uh, it was at the Fox Theater in St. Louis. So the only rows in front of us were the pit rows, okay, for the orchestra. So we were like... We had this big, huge aisle in front of us. So we were like... 
dead center right in front of Bruce fucking Springsteen. And I know goddamn well he could see me. And I'm sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) We just thought you were on something. (laughs) It's like. It was see like I was I was still getting into Bruce at the time. I like I'm more of a Bruce fan now, a lot more of a Bruce fan now. And that was the first show I saw. So it wasn't like seeing him with a band with the E Street band and it was yeah. a rock show. It was this solo kind of more downtrodden acoustic affair. You know, and all the diehards are loving it and I'm just like <laughs> so sorry Bruce. Sorry boss. Dude, I slept through four fish shows, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's excusable, though. Anybody who sees fish can easily fall asleep at yeah. that show. You probably, even like, being asleep, wait. you probably remember more than half the other people who were there. Know, it's probably true. It's like they go on these long jams. It's like, yeah, it's a good time for a nap. <laughs> you wake oh. up. Okay. Oh. Are we done yet? No, still on the same guitar solo. <laughs> we lay back down. All right. Back to the back to Saddam Hussein's novels, Abiba and the All King. Right. So no more revenants. So he's got a section of his book where a man and a bear have an encounter. A passionate encounter. The passage reads, Even an animal respects a man's desire if it wants to copulate with him. Doesn't a female bear try to please a herdsman when she drags him into the mountains, as it happens in the north of Iraq? She drags him into her den, so he, obeying her desire, would copulate with her. Is this, like, based on true life experiences? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. There's only one word that comes to mind as you're saying that now, and I'm not going to say it out loud, but um, there's a whole group of people like that. I think they have conventions. (laughs) Yeah. Did we go through furries before? Didn't we do this on the podcast? I feel like like I've had What the fuck are you guys talking (laughs) about? You don't even know what a furry is? (laughs) No. Just Google it. Google furries. Furry? Do you want me to... Ju- no, I you don't. Right. You have it. like... You're going to see something you don't want to see unless you have some kind of filter on there. Uh, Someone oh. call in and tell Shep. A furry fan of a subculture interested in fictional perfect animal characters and oh, personal right. characteristics. That's not it? Well, it's animal. But yeah, they, they like to... Costumes. Pretend. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a convention recently in Chicago. I remember... This is where I think I had a conversation with somebody about this. It was, it was 2014. <laughs> should, should I get they it from, a, from Urban a, Dictionary? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be pretty accurate. The best part... Like, if you watch this video, it's like the convention was disrupted as intentional gas incidents since 19 to the hospitals. So it was like a, a convention at the uh, Hyatt at Rosemont. This is why you don't want to go to Schaumburg. It's too close to the furry convention. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but the, my favorite part. Let me see. That's going to be really loud. See if it if it brings this up. But the favorite, my favorite part of this is like seeing all these people. Well, I'll sit through it. Whatever. I got an ad. I got to sit through now. Dang it. But is seeing all these people like dressed up in all these goofy costumes and like all of them are outside because they had to evacuate the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. This so. isn't like this isn't like the people that wear them stupid hats on their head. No. O'Hare in Rosemont. The third alarm leak happened right in the middle of the annual Midwest Fur Fest convention, forcing people to evacuate the center in full costume. Several witnesses say the leak was reported on either the ninth or tenth floor of the hotel. One woman says chlorine could be smelled on both floors. Oh, it's chlorine. Chlorine gas uh, is not good for you. We've had a time, and we do not know what's going on at this time. <laughs> uh, we've been asked to leave the hotel for unknown uh, reasons, but we have a lot of costumers out here with big fluffy costumes that will keep people warm, so at this point, we're not at all worried. Again, that was the FurFest convention there. Ambulances from surrounding suburbs were on scene to take people to area hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so 
happy I never had to cover that. But I think that news anchor deserves an Emmy for being able to get through Keep that. She kind of like, had a, a smile going. She yeah. held it together really well. Wow. Yes. Yeah, wow. And that guy they interviewed, was he like a hotel worker? He's like, no, I, I hate I, my life. Yeah, no, <laughs> I hate my job. I hate my life. It's cold. Hey, at least they're wearing costumes. Yeah. Shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, so yeah. So Saddam wrote a book, and uh, and that was that was nice. And it was in, he covered the whole spectrum of man bear love oh. and uh, in furry the conventions <laughs> in, the, in the mountains. <sighs> uh, did anybody see the candlelit vigil for Taco Bell? Oh yes. Oh my God! If you we can find the video, you have. I just want to see. We have a news reporter here. A respectable news reporter. I just want to see her reaction to this person covering this story. It was so bad. Well, why were they having a candlelight visual for Taco It was a Bell? joke. It was a joke, and they actually covered it. I don't know if that's the video, though. I think it was the NBC station. Where was this? Alabama. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, let's start with a guy, I think, on Reddit who like took a picture in front of the Taco Bell. and uh, There she is. I don't think that's the right one. I'm looking for it right now here. See if I can find it. It's 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 something. It was something. You know, a slow a slow news day is a slow news day. <laughs> the once glorious Taco Bell. No, you need the report. And the liquor store we were supposed to meet at in the parking lot before the cops told us we weren't allowed to do that. Yeah, so Taco Bell burnt down, and then a bunch of people got together and. Uh, oh, it a, burnt down, and they held a candlelight vigil for it. So, all right, I think I found it. I think I found it. Yeah, I found it. All right, go to the uh, page. Oh, sh- damn it! This isn't the right one. Wait, there it is. There it is. We're prepared tonight. Yeah, we <laughs> suck. We suck tonight. I'm, yeah, but you know, that's a live broadcast for you. Oh. All right, I found it here. Here you go. Are you dropping the link in for me? I just dropped it. All right, thank you. There you go. Of course, you're going to have to sit through another commercial, though. Oh, jeez. This girl, this girl, I swear to Christ, this is going to haunt her for her entire career. Her entire career. This story is going to haunt her. It is that bad of a job. The fact that they actually sent her to cover this was it a bad now was it a bad telling of the story or was it just a stupid topic? It was a stupid topic, but she doesn't pick her topics. Put it you know? off as a joke on Facebook, and we just laughed about it and didn't think anything of it. Quickly became a reality. Locals mourning the loss of their beloved Taco Bell. Always remember Taco Bell's El Road. We're just out here. Give him remembrance. I mean, I think it was the best Taco Bell in Montgomery. Grieving in nacho average way. <laughs> a candlelit vigil for their favorite restaurant. Some didn't want to talk about it. Oh. I 
can't, I can't eat here. Others had a lot to say. What? I felt like I lost a family member. Well, I'm hoping we get closure tonight <laughs> and we can from, move like, on to the next cartoon? cause. But we're here supporting Taco Bell tonight, and that's what's important. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. I got to go all the way to Perry Hill to get some Taco Bell. Hurts my feelings. Taco Bell, the things you do for the ones you love. In this case, the one you love being Taco Bell. Baja Blast. Baja Blast. What is she doing? She's trying to sing. Taco Day, WSFA 12 News, Montgomery. All right. She said nacho average vigil, and then they don't want to taco about it. And there's another taco reference yeah, yeah. in there. Come on. Come on. It was lame. Come on. That was really lame. The thing that gets me about it most, though, is that she never really, she threw on those jokes, but she never really changed the inflection in her voice. She still was reporting it just as she had if the governor was caught, you know, trying to sell the U.S. Senate seat. You know, she used that same tone of voice. She couldn't even change for it. And if, if I was one of those people that are consultants that get paid to, you know, come to Oaksby and stay at a day's end for several days, I would have called it out immediately. It would, you would have made it three seconds in. I would have hit pause and said, now I'm just picking off the lint. But I think that's what was going on. I just... That just, uh, you gotta, if you're gonna be relaxed about a story, you have to relax your voice and smile. It wasn't a serious story, but you delivered it like it was, and yeah, anyhow. Was that something you were told at one point? You've never had, you never told to just pick the lint off? Oh, yes, I've heard that, but no, the, uh, the, you have to relax your, relax your voice and smile. Have you been told that before? Oh, God, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you'll sound like you're smiling. If oh, you smile, gosh. you'll sound happier. My favorite is being told that yeah, you, you don't understand how radio works. That was my favorite one. No. Yeah. No. You don't know how radio works. Oh, I knew how radio worked. I was just weird and different, and I was like, unlike any other woman from the Illinois Valley, that's why I didn't understand why <laughs> bad pop music wasn't any good. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, speaking of that, I think it's a good transition. Do you want to do the advice segment? Yes. Sure, let's Luke. do it. <laughs> I, I drug this one out. Straight up with Jennifer Nagel. Straight up with Jennifer. Do you want a harsh and honest answer? Oh, no, no. Then you're going to miss out on the fun. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. So here it comes. Where, where are the microphones at? They're yeah. gone. What do you mean? We can't hear ourselves can't hear through, the, through the headphones. All right, let's take the headphones off then. There we go. Now it's back. It's back on. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, we're like technical we're issues. Having a, we're having a... We're messed what? tonight. <laughs> Crazy. We All need right. a poo knife to cut this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey guys, I met this beautiful woman about seven months ago at an alumni function. We hit it off, and honestly, she's everything I could ask for. I'm not sure I'm still in the honeymoon phase, but so far everything's working out. And she even moved in with me two months ago, so no problems. However, this past holiday season, she started doing something gross. Honestly, it's so disgusting that I haven't even asked my friends or family for help on the matter. On Christmas Eve, I woke up pleasantly surprised to see that she was cooking breakfast. But when I looked at my scrambled eggs, it looked really, really sketchy. Looked way too moist. 
So my girlfriend told me she used this fancy cheese, which is what, like extra moist and smelly. And so I believed her and I ate it. Texture was absolutely horrendous, but taste-wise, it was fine. She beamed, started planning out our vacation. And then on New Year's Eve, we were cuddling, doing some couple things. She brought strawberries and whipped cream. We did some fun with the whipped cream, fed me the strawberries. But then here's where it got real weird. She chewed up a berry and fed it to me. Thought it was weird. But I was so horny, I didn't mind. What? We finished the rest of the berries in the same manner, and subsequent sex was amazing. But now, she's starting to chew her food and feed it to me. That's right, I said that. She's starting to chew her food and feed it to me. Sometimes not in a sexual manner, like steak, chicken, salad, eggs, etc. Oh, come on. So disgusting. Salad? (laughs) You said salad? Salad. When I tell her to stop, she starts crying and says, I don't love her enough. All of our fights were about oh. this issue, and I eventually eat some, So, and it's just, it's gross. I recoil whenever I think about the texture. <laughs> Help, I thought maybe she needs to talk to a therapist, or maybe I should contact an ex of hers to see if she went through something similar. So, uh, but here's the thing. She's perfect for me, except for this one issue. <laughs> well. She's perfect, except for that she chews the food. She's not perfect then, okay? Because <laughs> perfect would not involve someone regurgitating their food into your mouth. Like a bird lady. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. I, that, that's. I did. I thought you were listening oh, to Imagine Dragons. <laughs> oh, apparently not. They're, I would choose this podcast to... <laughs> over Imagine Dragons. Can I get my response now? Yes, yes okay, please go. First off, I'm tickled that you don't want to tell anyone about this, but you know, some random person on the radio, you're like, they're fair game. Um, <laughs> here's what she's doing. She's doing something that's completely okay. There's other two things she could be doing. She could be two. One, it could be a legitimate thing she's into. I think Alicia Silverstone did this with she her did. kids. She did. But I think that, that had was her kids, though. Those were her kids, and still, I want to say it was right. Don't do it. Yeah, I want to say it was before they could even chew solid food, maybe. So that's why she was doing it because level, you know, like birds did that for their young. So it was something based did off of have, that. Do you have fi- no? But these are, see, these are kids who don't have teeth. Okay, they're they're babies, and don't so do mom's doing do that, and they probably think, well, you know. Anyway, okay, so she she could be really into that, or two, she is a manipulative bitch, <laughs> and she's making you do something so gross just to see if you go along with it. Okay, do you understand what I'm talking about? She is playing you to see what can I make this moron do for me, and then. When you say this is wrong and she knows it's wrong, she whips out these crocodile tears and tries to guilt you. Which do you think it is? One or two? Because I'm probably right about one of these things here. Even the broken clocks right twice a day. So I'm, uh, I'm going to give you my advice in two words. Bye, Felicia. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Get the fuck out of there. I just... <laughs> Yeah, there's so many other women out there, and they're not going to chew your food for you. Uh, that's gross, right? That's really gross. Have you ever seen the SNL skit? Here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Is this where they... they Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Where they pass the food to each other, and they're yeah, like... Yeah. Is, so, like... 
It's been neighbors for two years. It's about time we all got together. Oh, you got that right. You got that right. So, Laura, now, how long have you and Josh been um, together? Oh, it was seven, seven years this month, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Seven years. Uh-oh. Seven-year itch. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't you worry about that. He knows what to do when I get an itch. As a matter of fact, honey, I have an itch right now. Oh. What do you want me to do about it? Well, what do you think I want you to do about it, huh? Mm-hmm. You want a little this? Ooh, a little that? Yeah, I'll huh? take a little of that. A little right, this, here, huh? right here, baby. Right. Daddy's right here. going to work. Oh, go to work, Daddy. Go to work. Go to work. Yeah. I don't think that's the one. Super prepared show. I know. I'm on it. Eleven. Yes. Uh, everything's happened, but someone driving a car into the front of your house. Hey, it's still early. It's still early. <laughs> oh my gosh! We start the night off with uh, the power going out, yeah. and then Windows deciding to updates right before the show. Did we even address that at the beginning of the podcast? I don't think we did. A wire we did, went like, Fifteen minutes yeah. without the show. Mm-hmm. So and then just everything else has just completely gone off the rails. Yeah. So we had a pre-show video that we put up there for the people that were looking just to the hell of it. But I don't even know if we have it. Actually, if you like listening on the podcast in your car, if you even heard that part of it, why we're so unprepared tonight? Yeah. The power just we plugged something in and it, it was caused a surge and, and Jace, everything in the house took a shit for like. A minute, and then his computer decided to try and do updates. Do updates when he came back on finally, and there was no way to avoid the update. It was like, oh no, update time! And then it was one hundred percent for like five yes. minutes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, is that it? So we've uh, we've decided dumper. Oh God! Yes. There's no way. If no ifs, ands, or buts about this, I don't oh, care. Call her out. I don't care if it's Emily Ratajkowski and she's just you know everything about her is perfect as well. Besides this, no. Who's Emily Ratajkowski? Is that uh, someone blurred, I should know? Blurred lines. Is that right? Yes. Oh. I know. Sounds like yes. a someone who had been a, raised in Peru a, or she's something. She's a supermodel. Oh. Oh. Well. So. Get, get rid of the bird feeder. Get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. You Straight up. If you really want a bird feeder, dude, you can go get one uh, at Menards for like 10 bucks. No, no. <laughs> then you're going to miss out on the farm. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up. All right. There. Could you hear that? Cause we <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I heard, I heard it. Very little. Very, very little. Maybe I was just imagining it because I know what the outcue sounds sorts, like. We're having all sorts of issues tonight, technically. <sighs> Technic- right. We're technically a mess. What else we got here on the show tonight? I don't know. You got anything for non judgmental? I do shit? have a non judgmental chef tonight, which I, I was like, supposed to make audio for that like, like a year ago and I never <laughs> do, did. Your Tales from Radio Land, do you have any uh, fun stories you want to share? Tales from Radio Land? Yeah, anything we didn't cover the yeah. first time? Oh my gosh! You know, I I just I, I was thinking of this on the way over because I had a feeling that it would come up, and I I just it's really hard for me to come up with anything in particular. Um, most of my moments from radio that were really amusing actually involved the people I was doing stories on. Yeah. So I wasn't necessarily with all of my coworkers when it happened. So it's I, I don't know. You guys had really great things. Like so you had like disgusting burps and stuff like that and i didn't have to put up with that too much and cowboy. i oh yeah 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 i didn't work with cowboy a lot i worked with rod a lot and rod doesn't stink i mean you can have an opinion of his show but personally he doesn't have a smell so so that was pleasant um you're looking hot today jennifer funny you say that um i see that guy every now and then do you really yeah i do um i'm a social person but um but yeah, that's something really odd to say to a woman when she's on the air too. 
That was, was a really said, awkward it was said moment to you on the air, right? It was said to be on the air, and it was used in an air check because um, the consultant who would uh, nest over at the Days Inn <laughs> was in town, and I'm like, "Okay, here's the air check," and they're like, "Oh, oh, well." When that happens, just take your papers and go, thank you, and move on. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll take that advice. I'll, I'll take it. Did you did you clap back a little bit? or? Uh, no, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. I was used to taking really ha- – having, like, fastballs thrown at me anyway sure. on the air. So it was like, all right, okay. And it wasn't like I was expecting great radio with that lineup. So <laughs> it was just like – all right, this is wonderful. So I don't even know if we want to say who said that. I don't I'm not know. even going to say. That, He's we'll a nice guy. I'm going to leave that out. But it was one of those moments where you're like, you're like God, this is worse than college radio. Well, I mean, is it? I mean, for the most part, like radio has been a it's a male dominated. Well, yeah, and like it's 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 an it's an old man's club in some in some in some ways. And I think possibly even when you started. In radio, I, I would say yeah. that some places are more of a boys' club now than they were when I was there. Really? Well, you count the number <laughs> of women on staff. That's so true. <laughs> that that pretty much how many women you got working there? Yeah. Who don't just answer phones? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, so. I mean, and that's I mean I, I think about that too with with I mean even when I started I mean we used to it was all men there are very few women that worked in broadcast even in the. Yeah, I'm trying places to think. when I yeah when I got when I got going. And there's been women in broadcast for years, and there were women sure. at WLPO for a long time as well. But um, I think AM talk sometimes is a different environment than uh, FM radio. Although there's still plenty of, of boneheads um, in AM radio, and this here's something that's topical, like Garrison Keeler. Like oh, he, yeah. there has been even more stuff that's came out home, about him. Home companion. Yeah, and and so wow, I've really knocked it out of the park tonight. I've talked about cycling, <laughs> intersectional feminism, Garrison Keeler. <laughs> wow, you're really appealing to our 35 <laughs> to 44 male. Between the topics and our technical difficulties, our pod numbers are going to be through the roof on this episode. We've averaged a total of like two or three live viewers throughout the entire show. Oh, no. So we're doing good. But that's okay. See, because the beauty about podcasting is is that it lives on in the afterlife and then it goes on a podcast without the video. Well, people may have thought, like, what's going on and and thought, oh, maybe they couldn't do it tonight or something. But we'll have to, we should do something edgier right now. See, and like, like, what do we got that's edgy? Aren't you going to do... Um, my shirt? No, no, do No, that. no, I'm talking as far no. as discussion goes. Something that really gets people fired up so they start calling in and being I don't like, know. What did, what did I post on the on the page for the Saddam? live show? Yeah, I put some topics. Yeah. Nutella riots, Saddam's romance novel, straight up, and that was it. We covered all those. I, you want a non-judgmental? I'll give you a non-judgmental. Yes, Let's do, do it. it. Do it. All right, non-judgmental chap. So this happened today. I uh, I left work. I stopped at the gas station to get my fix. I got myself a 32-ounce Dr. Pepper and a bag of hot stuff Jay's chips at the Thornton's on the way home from work. All right? And, uh, yeah, no wonder I keep gaining weight, right? So, anyways, I go to pay for this thing, and there's one person in front of me, and that's it. And it's a bigger, older, white, older, older guy, right? And uh, he's doing lotto at the counter. Mm-hmm. And he, he must have, like, 
25 tickets that he's having her check to see if he's won anything. Okay? And the next thing I know, there's a line like eight people deep behind me. It just keeps going. And they're the only, this one register open. That's it. Nobody else is coming. All right? And then the guy uh, proceeds then to go ask her to get more tickets and then go get me some scratch-offs too and then go do this too. It's like, look, you fucking degenerate if you have to gamble that bad go to the fucking boat okay don't do it at a gas station right there where you're causing everybody to lay okay i want to be in i want to be out okay i'm not gonna judge you i'm not gonna judge you but you just did that's the name of the bit where i actually judge people but i'm not judgmental i'm totally judging this guy and then, of course, I sat and I Snapchatted about it on my phone because I know all of a sudden addicted to Snapchat. So I Snapchatting about this on my phone with the guy sitting in his car right next to me checking to see if he won anything on his scratch-off before he finally drove away in haste. Like, you, know, you know what's funny is the other – like today I went to, to grab lunch with uh, one of my buddies from work and we were waiting at the stoplight. And he made the comment. He's like, you know, I think I might just sit here for a while while it's green just to piss off the people behind me. <laughs> And it reminded me, I was on the phone, and I go, you know what's funny? I was talking to Shap on the phone yesterday. And this is Shap in a nutshell. Uh, the light is green! And, like, I'm talking to Shap. That's why he's like, yo, the light is green! The light is green! What are, what are you doing? You're going to fucking turn into the city. The light is green! Beep. You hear him honk the horn. He's like, ah, oh, I just can't. And he starts talking again. He's not moving! He's still... I have to honk again? Beep. What is wrong with you fucking people? <laughs> And I thought about that, and I'm like, the guy I was with, I'm like, he would totally do that just to mess with you. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he totally would. Totally would. That actually that happened yesterday. It yeah. was probably him. He probably did it. He's like, oh, that chap behind me. No, it was out of state plates. It was somebody from out of state plates. <laughs> I was sitting there. I was sitting there at the Dalzell Blacktop, getting ready to turn by by St. Pete for those of you Illinois Valleyers. Yeah. And uh, the light had changed, so we had a green light, and this guy is sitting there. Looking to the east to see about oncoming cars heading towards Spring Valley to keep, if they keep coming. Oh, they're still coming. I, I can't go. I can't go. Ten seconds. The light was green. I'm on the speakerphone. The light is green. Just as, you're, you're, that was a pretty good impersonation of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's what it was. That was, did, that was pretty good. Did any? Did you go get your blood pressure taken after that? No. Or, okay. No. You know, it was funny. It was funny. Guess who's the one with high blood pressure? It's this guy yeah. right oh. here. I'm the one with high blood pressure. Because you don't let that shit Because you hang out, out with Chaz. <laughs> you know what's funny? That's so true. Because there is a study. I just pulled this up. There is a study that says that people who swear, people who swear, they have uh, are better health. It's better for you to, to swear lots. Oh, my dad will Fucking never die. A. Yeah. You know what you say, Jennifer? My dad will never die. He honestly <laughs> is healthy, but still. <laughs> Oh so goodness. if your dad was behind the guy who wouldn't go and the light was green, would he have been cussing and yelling at him too? And no, he wouldn't have done that. My dad usually just cusses about a few things. Uh, usually when he's trying to fix something, when he's trying to find something he lost. Yes. Um, that, that's, uh, when these, someone pushes a button on the TV and the, those are there's common static. Dad, yeah, those yeah. Are common dad things to cuss about, yes. And I'll tell you, like I... Like, I don't think I swore much until I started rooming with this guy over Oh, here. shut up. Come on. I don't think I swore as much as Come I Come on. I swear every day now, between this and the Snapchat <laughs> thing that we're on, there's something new that he's blaming me for in his life. There is. 
What was the other thing you blamed me for? Uh, there was something else. I, I you guys are like around. a married couple. Oh, yeah. I walk around in circles while I talk on the phone. Well, we were. We, we Friends of ours from college tried to throw us a common law marriage party. So we roomed for like seven years. We roomed for <laughs> seven years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. How long were you in college? Four. Four. And, and then, then three hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. My so. God. I lived with someone in college for about and a year why, and a half, and then and we quit talking we for like a, a decade. Law, why did we not have a common law marriage party, JC? Do you remember why? Uh, you got food poisoning from Tony Rockers. <laughs> <laughs> and who took me to the hospital for I, food I There you go. The there you go. With food poisoning. See? Because you ate a tainted burrito from Tony Rocker. Yeah. Tony Rocker gives Shap food poisoning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hey, I got this. It's left over. Do you want it? Yeah, sure, I'll eat it. An hour later, he's like, I'll both ends. Tony Rocker. Yeah, it was not fun. Congratulations, you poisoned chap. We missed our (laughs) common law marriage party, and it's all your fault. Oh, I think we can wrap this show up tonight. I think we're done. I think we're done. You have anything you want to add, Jennifer? You happy? Is this good? You do all right? Did you have fun? Well, I, I think I brought the show down a few oh, notches. Oh, yeah, no. we I feel like I jinxed it. I'm you. like Cousin uh, Oliver back here. <laughs> I, you know, the last time you were on, it is still pro- it's still one of the most watched and most listened to shows that we ever did. Really? Yes. Well, the hanging in the backyard with Jennifer. That's well, I, I think because I was ripping on the coworkers for just blowing up the bathroom. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Yeah. Okay, we uh, there was a WLPO 70th anniversary party, and I, I know you were. I was there, and I talked to. I wasn't invited. Yeah, I know. I know. I uh, I talked to Jeremy Aiken, trusted newsman that he is, and he pulled me aside and he's like, "No, it, it really is a problem." And he used a very. A very serious Jeremy voice. It's not even the voice he uses on the air. It's a quieter kind of a hushed, like yeah. this, still, like, like no, this still Jeremy. happens. He looks. He's like, yeah. this is still going on. And that guy, he does it every day. And, <laughs> and you're just like, wow. Like, well, yeah, because it's the bowels at nine a.m. And he, so, just to recap, if you missed the first Jennifer episode, we talked about. Uh, how there are, are people who wait till they get to work to use the bathroom. Correct? Is that where I'm going with Yes. This? And it's like, dude, you have a bathroom. Use it at your house, not the work one. And I get it. It's like maybe the first cup of coffee. But yes. get up an hour early. Drink your first cup of coffee. Let it, let it do its, its, its thing. And use your own bathroom. Don't come to the radio station. Well, we had a... Th- we had a th- and at 9 o'clock... Block all the doors. Yeah, it was like it was on schedule as as a newscast. It was just like we had a we had a theory though that it was like people in position of power have to mark their territory. Kind of. <laughs> well, there was a couple people who had no power, and it was just like, honey, kill the brain muffin or do something. <laughs> yeah, go outside. I don't want to tell you. Just tell Steve not to cut the grass next week, and just let you go out there. My goodness. My goodness! Play some, play some like road road grenades or something. See, this is why they should have had poo knives in the bathrooms. There, they could have helped with some of these issues. Uh, yeah, I don't think a poo knife is going to. I don't help. think anyone needed help cutting it. I no. think it just. There was one time I went into the women's bathroom, and I don't know who exploded it, but it was on <laughs> everything. It could and have I been was, a dude. No, because it guys, wasn't. Guys could still. I mean, it's, there well, were only have, a couple of a, women there. They don't have a women's room anymore there now. They don't. It's just no. They remodeled the bathrooms uh, before I. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, before my time there was done. They they remodeled the bathrooms. Uh, they were probably done. 
Like late 2016, I want to say. So basically, they were waiting for me to leave. Uh, and they remodeled, they, remodeled, they remodeled the bathrooms, and then they... <laughs> this is great. They got rid of the men's and women's rooms because there were too many men in the building that needed to use the bathroom at 9 a.m. Well, that's <laughs> it. Well, got that's, out. So they, that's what it is. That's what it is. So they got rid of the women's room. So there were two bathrooms. So there were just two, two unisex bathrooms. You could use either one. You know what? Now, yep. I, Je- look at Jennifer. She is puzzled beyond belief. Well, let's see. That's and, the thing. The, and, the, the, the time they redid it was the time we were all talking about transgender bathrooms, too, right? <laughs> oh, honey, there is. Like, it's, uh, if, we, if you ever want to see a group of people who are never going to be very expressive with their sexuality, go to WLPO. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm here I before I start. <laughs> now, if the place has a way of just numbing your libido sometimes. <laughs> just numbing it. There was something they did with the new bathrooms. Like they did it for aesthetics, but it was kind of creepy. They uh, they put on air signs above each bathroom door, and the on air light would come on so that you knew somebody was in there and it was occupied. So in case somebody forgot to lock the door, forget to lock the door or something. Yeah. So that, or so that way you wouldn't have to have somebody rattle the handle or try to turn the handle even though it's so locked. So there's on-air signs above the You bathroom. didn't realize? You go there quite like once like a month. One, no, tw- I think it, I go there every other week. Yeah. Okay, here's the deal. There, there I are, will check that out yes, next time. Yes, there are on-air lights above the bathroom doors, and inside the bathroom, there are motion sensors to determine if somebody's in there and whether or not they come on. It says that you're on-air? Yes, you're there are. The, yes. Now, it's not uncommon to have a bathroom in a place where the, it's motion. You, there's some, a lot of places like that. You don't have to touch the light switch. It comes on sure, automatically. Yeah, yeah, d- yes. But having the on-air light, I think there was a time when it wasn't when the on-air lights broken above one of the doors, and it was like, what are we going to do to get this fixed? And usually Steve was very good at fixing things. Sure. Um, but, like, they did that. No, I'm pretty sure Pat put those in, I think. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. Maybe Someone it was had to give the him the pad, though. Steve was the only one who would have had access to those. No, signs. it wasn't. It, it, no, yeah, I think these might have been special ordered. So they special ordered on air signs I think so. to go above the bathrooms when we wanted to get new mic flags. It was like, whoa, recession, stations broke. We've only changed our logo three times since this. So we're walking around with some chintzy, chintzy mic flag. That's a sticker printed out by like Becky or someone. And trying to look professional, and if you're covering anything in the rain or in the mist, it's literally smearing, okay? I had higher quality stickers on my lunchboxes in high school, and but they bought lights to go over the bathroom that says on air, and you're not even on the air. No, you're taking a shit. Wow. And if you don't, but here's the thing, if you're taking a shit and you sit still, like, if you're not, like, really moving, the light goes off, so the people come and rattle the handle. So you, like, purposely have to, like... Move a little bit while you're in there. <laughs> Get the light to stay I'm sorry. I just it just baffles me. Baffles me. Oh my gosh. Well, it's like I mean, I feel like this is, this is every radio station we've well, ever Well, yeah, and, and, yes. I, they, and I must say, silly. WLPO did a great yeah. job. We have an engineer on on staff. He was there. I, there was times I saw him sleep. In a studio, sitting upright in a chair. Oh, yeah, many times. Okay, so that is, they were golden for that. If something if was could, broken, if, it got fixed. If we could ever secure Steve as a guest on this show, that would be amazing. Yeah. But he would never do it. No. <laughs> there wouldn't be a lot of talking. Well, that's it. Nobody realized. <laughs> he would just be okay. like. Nobody knew, I realized Steve's been there since he was in high school. Yes. Yes. He's and, been there a long time. Yes. And so, I mean, like, the seven years at LPO, like, 
Steve spent like close to fifty of them there, right? Yes, he's yes. got to be. No, it's and, and uh, he is he is by far like the glue, like the that nobody even realizes, but he is the, he is like a big part of the glue that keeps that organization together, and uh, and and was an amazing guy to work with. Steve, he was and, he had an awesome awesome sense of humor too. Yes. Yes, once he, he did. got to know once once he like if I think like the first year you worked there. Like, yeah. he purposely avoids you and doesn't talk to you. And he's yes. like, uh, maybe he's like, I've seen all you kids come and go. There's no point in talking to you unless you're here for a year anyways first. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, once he's, like, realizes you're there and, it, like, he knows you, then, like, all of a sudden, out of the blue, he'll let some zinger fly. And you're like, whoa, what? Yeah. The best time is if you're there at night. I used to go in there pretty late at night after council meetings, and he would be there. And sometimes Joe Hogan, after Joe Hogan retired, we'd be back there talking to him. And it was like good old times, but a, l- a you, little too good of times sometimes. <laughs> no, it would just be people joking, and then um, there'd always be like I remember when Van Fleet worked there, and it seemed like we we're always running cable for something. Like we just had to like I don't know, we we're always popping a, a panel out of the floor of the ceiling to to pull a new cable through for something. I remember one night he was trying to fix something, and this, it was a lot of nights he was trying to fix something, and you just got this kind of string of almost profanity going on, <laughs> and it was great. And I think Aiken used to love it, too. We'd be like, Steve's angry. Listen to him. Yeah. Um, but um, I it's used like to... The, it's like that cartoon character from... Uh, oh, God, like one of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, it's not like really bad. You know, but it was still was like, oh no, he doesn't ever have an expression, and now he's yeah. angry. And and uh, I used to bring my boyfriend's dog to work at night sometimes, and she just loved watching him do that. <laughs> She'd be like, oh look at angry man. It's like I'm at home. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like it was, I mean, good times there. But I I think what you know with uh, with the bathrooms and the silly decisions and stuff. Like I said, I think it goes to pretty much. I mean, I could I could say that with any pretty much any radio station that i've worked for and on top of that like it it always felt like you would ask for something and say hey can we get this or can we do that and then as soon as you leave there that's when they oh yeah yeah they would do it afterwards or some idiot on staff who just they hired and gave more vacation days than you would ask for it and they would get it exclusively (laughs) and you'd be like wait what hmm yeah, I, that's the Golden Boy theory in radio. Remember when yes. I said we should be doing this because every yeah. other newsroom has this, and they're like, oh, "I don't know, no one in the Illinois Valley uses Twitter," and it's like, "Okay," <laughs> and now they're like, "Can you live tweet from this really boring public hearing?" <laughs> oh yeah, let's see. And then they passed around the sign-in sheet. <laughs> Exclamation point! No, I, I lie. We didn't actually have to do that, but I think the people at the News Tribune yes. did. They're like, let's live tweet what's going on now. Here we've got the con- consent agenda. The mayor this has, is exciting, and it's not because it's the part of the agenda that always gets approved. The mayor has taken a sip of water. Now, some oh, – I don't even want to get started on city council meetings. <laughs> I missed a doozy on Monday. That's all I got to say. I bet you're – at days like that, you're probably like, thank God I don't have to do this crap anymore. <laughs> I, I felt sorry for Aiken. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. So, you want to wrap this up, Shep? Sure. All right. Guys, not on the radio podcast, episode 11 in the books. I, we don't have a computer to play anything. Oh, I can play some music. Yeah, you what play you? something. Let me find something. You got something lined up. No. no. <laughs> the, cord for the, the cord for that isn't working tonight. We're having, it's, it's the technical oh, yeah. Every, difficulty. Everything is broken. Yeah. It's like working in radio. <laughs> yeah, this is the truest real broadcast we've had. That's true. 
I'm, I'll, be, I'll do that on the air all the time. I love computers. They work so well. Well, I had it on my screen a second ago, and now it's disappeared. Hold on. Oh, wait. There it is. All okay. you need is someone calling in and being like, I've got birthdays. Are you taking birthdays still? Shut up. Just shut up. There could be like a deadly crash on I-39. They'd be like, oh, I've got a birthday. Are you looking for the song Broken? It's, it's an actual, it's like, an it's actually, yeah, it's an EP name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play this. Oh, boy. Get <laughs> in my head. Good night, folks. Have a good one. We'll see you next week, we think. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe shit will work then. <laughs> thanks, Jennifer, for coming in. Oh, see you next thanks time. For having me.